Thank you for checking out the One Best Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Karachi, alongside Robert Roth. Is there we go. I, I like that. I like, like that. Like how I did it this time? Hell yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, Roberto, uh, Robert, uh, Taco, Taco Sauce. Uh, what do we have in store tonight? All right. Tonight we're continuing our series on Doom Patrol. I think the last one that we did was actually... Uh, Paw Patrol. We did Paw Patrol. No, we didn't do Paw Patrol. Uh, Titans. We did the yeah, we did season, it last week. We did the uh, season finale of Titans Season 1, which was actually a pretty good episode. doesn't we, really tie into this too well. So, but. this is what I'm thinking after we're done with Doom Patrol. I'm thinking about doing Young Justice and Titans at the same time. So, we can kind of catch up with the animated stuff since we're three seasons behind on Young Justice... And we're going to be two seasons behind on Titans one by the time we're done with Doom Patrol. Depending, yeah. Yeah, unless we can knock a few episodes out of the time here. But, um... But yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be... What we're covering tonight is episode six of Doom Patrol, um, where it's Doom Patrol Patrol is the name <laughs> yeah, of the episode. Yeah, Doom Patrol Patrol. D- Doom Patrol Patrol. So, um, before we get started on covering another episode, anything interesting going on in the world of dc I yeah know you there's just watched. a lot there's a lot of things going on what's obviously, going on obviously we had the the new batman movie that dropped and last I, week. i did want to talk about two weeks ago, the fact that batman hush did come out but i think we should cover that completely separately yeah. so uh generally though it does look like it's doing really really well uh reviews on it seem uh like they're in that 7.5 out of 10 range yeah. Which I feel like is pretty good compared to like some of the more recent releases that they've had. Well, Killing so. Joke got a pretty good overall review. It's just yeah. you had the stupid fanboys that just bitched about it for no reason. Literally, no reason. Like they just like I I remember reading people saying I think Kevin Conroy should just retire as Batman. It's like stop it. See, I I don't. I don't think that's valid. See, if you if you like if you dislike the story or the writing, that doesn't mean the actor who's portraying him and delivering the lines that are written for him should retire. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, it's slightly so. off topic, but that's what this show does. But um, you heard about the the weird Walmart thing with the the knife thing at the Walkshell Walmart. Did you even hear about that? No, what happened? I don't know the specific details, but I guess some altercation happened. A guy pulled a knife. I think it was in front of the store or whatever. Anyways, that's not... I know that sounds like a big story, but I don't know the details, so I'm not going to share too much on that part. But um, I'm like reading comments because they post the story on Facebook, and this is what I want to comment on. These people are saying, oh, what do you expect? It's Walmart. Another one's like, that's the walk show Walmart. Happens all the time there. Like, oh... I can tell you for a fact that that doesn't happen all the time there. I worked there for 13 years. I don't th- I don't think we've ever had an altercation where someone brought a weapon into that store. <laughs> right, but the point is everyone's an expert on everything online. Right, and that's what know? I'm trying and to say. Everyone, like, exactly, and that, that's very valid. Where one guy's like, I don't shop there. That's why I shop at Myers. Like, okay, buy your expired food. Yeah, <laughs> so I shop at Myers. Okay. That's valid. Yeah. So it's just like enjoy you, the fucking mold. Like that's... you get the one angry customer that'll just like say, oh, I hate this place. I'll never see, uh, I'm never going to shop at Walmart again. I'm like, okay, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Then there they are <laughs> right back. Like, okay, you've made your point And I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I hate that stuff. It, it just, it's so asinine. It's so, everything's always so blown out of proportion. Right. Like, just, 
knock it off. And what it sounds like, it's a completely um, isolated incident that could have happened literally anywhere. Yep. Had nothing to Most do with... Most of the times like that where you have those violent blow-ups like that, that's exactly what they are. Right. I think two people got arrested or something like that. One of them had... Well, it happens all the time. I know. Yeah, I mean, I that guy said so, so that must make it true. Because yep, he said so. T- happens all the time. Every time I shop there... The uh, associates always, they, they're always violent with me. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I got punched in the face six times last week. Every time <laughs> I kept on coming back, though, you know, shut the fuck up. Like, literally, like, I worked there for 13 years, yeah. so I don't really, I don't, <laughs> I never saw anyone get stabbed or violent. I mean, we had some incidences, but nothing yeah, like but that. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's everywhere. That's just right. the public in general, anywhere you go, be it a shopping mall, a, a Walmart, a Target, a Whatever it may be, yeah. you're gonna. One run guy comments, he's like, "That's why I shop at Costco, and that's why I shop at Kmart." Is there any Kmart's around anymore? No. Yeah, he doesn't. He shops at Walmart. I could tell yeah. by his comment. Probably didn't even know where Costco is, because I didn't know where it was for like the longest time. I didn't know it was over there. Yeah. I never was on that side of town. So, um, we had the release of Batman Hush yes. that came out. Um. Any news on what's going on with the DC streaming service? Like, is are they Nothing. comfortable with that as it is? I'm thinking that deal with HBO is helping them. Okay. With Doom Patrol. Well, what's going to end up happening is HBO is going to end up covering the cost of the production of Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol or whatever series they pick up. So it'll allow them to keep the production value of the show where it's at right now without having to put forth I'm, more capital. I will say, oh yeah, Titans uh, second season starts in two weeks. I think three weeks, maybe. Okay. Um, I'm excited for it. I really am because, like, the last season was kind of... I really felt like Titans overall as a show was trying to accomplish something, but they had so much content and so many characters that they weren't able to get across what they wanted to do. It had, like, every episode, you're like, oh, this has potential to be great. Oh, this has potential to be great. Oh, this has potential to be great. And the one episode I showed you was, like, everything kind of, like, went, came together. And so we got a great episode. And I, at least, I, I don't know what you thought of it. No, it was I a thought, very good episode. I, it was very reminiscent of um, all of the Batman episodes or the Justice League episodes where it's a what-if. Right. I do like what-if scenario-type shows because, I mean, it lets you break away from... Normally, it's not your season finale as a what-if, but... Generally, it lets you break away from the core of what the show is doing, and it, it lets you kind of explore, like, man... I mean, Supernatural has done it a bunch. Yeah. Where they faked you out with a what-if episode, and it's like, you know what? Hell yeah. Power to them for doing that, because it, it gives you an escape from their normal means of storytelling. Now, a show in their first season as the first season finale, that's extremely uncommon. You never see that. But I really That's felt like it. I really felt like it worked because it really wasn't a what if. It was more like a. There's this kind of dark person that lives inside of Dick Grayson, yeah. and he let it loose pretty much. Yeah. And then all Trigon did was help him. Well, the he thing gave is, him like... all those choices. Like I know we covered this all last week or two weeks ago, but like it was the thing I really liked about it was. When they focus on Dick Grayson in that show, it's excellent. And I felt like we're missing something here where, how the hell did we not get a Dick Grayson show? Just a straight-up Dick Grayson, Nightwing show, or whatever. And there's so much 
like um I was talking with uh with Andrew about it and he he was saying like it's such an so much untapped potential with a show like that. Instead of having Batwoman on the CW, I can't believe no one's tried a Nightwing show, which would have been far more interesting. There's got to be a reason behind it, and I think a huge part of it probably has to do with licensing, and also, they've been talking about doing a Nightwing movie for the longest time. Yeah, I know. So, while that's even a figment of anyone's thoughts, they're not going to jeopardize a potential movie which would be a cash cow for them. They're not going to. They're not going to jeopardize that with making a TV show for their failing streaming service, or for no, the I'm CW. Not, I'm not even talking about that. Just in general, we've never even gotten a tease for it. Correct. Like Titans is the closest thing we've ever gotten to. Yeah, that's and, that's about as close as you're going to get. And maybe, they're... and who knows? Maybe they will decide to uh, spin off of that and make a Nightwing show, just pure Nightwing. Maybe he quits the Titans after season two or whatever. You never know, but um, I don't think, I don't think they're gonna jeopardize any potential movie. And it sounds like that one is pretty far along in pre-production and all that kind of good stuff. Have so, they uh, decided on a villain with it or anything? Or? No, but I know they have their actor. Oh, for Nightwing. Yeah. So. Hmm. I'm interested in that a lot. Who happens to be a martial artist? So they wanted an actor that was very proficient in martial arts and that's what they're going with on it so it sounds like the guy is going to be like pretty legitimate and if they do it right it could be amazing see it's weird because you're going to make a nightwing movie probably connect it in their universe that they like to do which is fine but we they still don't have a batman movie yet Mm, they don't need one i just feel like they're kind of doing they're better off not doing it they're kind of doing everything kind of backwards. I, I think they're better off staying as far away from doing a Batman movie as possible. I think they need to stay away from their heavy hitters because what keeps on happening with their movies, it's unfortunate, but it, it's kind of a trap that they've set themselves up with. If they focus on the ones that are heavily established and they're trying to build a universe, you're always going to disappoint not necessarily your super hardcore fans, but I think them also, but you're constantly trying to prove and you're constantly trying to set the whole um well you have to top the nolan you're you're gonna you're gonna have to try to top the nolan movies and you're gonna have to be like well um you know christian bale was better in regards to this though and this guy's kind of old he doesn't really look like batman this one's too young he just doesn't have the right look and they're going with robert pattinson i guess uh batman from what i understood I guess my whole thing is, if you're going to make a Nightwing movie, which I'm all for, you have to, don't, don't do it like they did with Suicide Squad, where you're trying to tell a a Harley Quinn story, but you're not going to really use the Joker. I mean, he was in it, but he wasn't like, he was only in flashbacks. And I really feel, because there is no, you have to establish why, what makes Nightwing different from the rest of the Robins. And, because there's been so many of them. You, I, I don't think in order to tell the Nightwing story, you have to even say that there's another Robin. I think you go so standalone with Nightwing that well, that's fine. It, that's fine. But you have to, you have to establish what made him leave to begin with. I don't think so. I think that's the most interesting part of his character. I, I think you reference it a few times, but I don't think you, you know, I think you could cover it in the matter of a few minutes of. No, I'm doing things on my own. I'm doing things my way. Right, blah, they could blah, blah. they could show they some do kind it, of flashback. They, they don't. What, they don't there, have to. There has to be a breaking point. I, I don't on think why they. I don't think they're ever even going to remotely get into that. 
I think it's so unimportant to the general audience that will be watching the movie that they would never well, even the general bother. audience doesn't even know who Nightwing is. Correct. That's why it's They don't very, even know that's, that it's that's even my, connected. That's my point exactly. That's why it's that unimportant to connect it to any of the Batman uh, lore with it or any of the Robin lore. It doesn't matter. It's it's a waste. It would be a waste of screen time and a divergence from the core story that they should be telling in it. Because whatever they're telling, they have to establish this character. Like, why do you care about the, him? You, you don't... I mean, with Deadpool... You got a Deadpool origin story, but you didn't go into the full history of where that character came from. That's where, fine, how but he was I, I feel like you put Nightwing on there and you don't even have any type of origin of where he came from. I feel like that's a little bit of a mistake. Don't need it. I think you do. I, I mean, fuck. They just did a Venom movie. Granted, this was Marvel. They just did a Venom movie, well, it was Sony, and they didn't even reference Spider-Man. Okay. Venom is Spider-Man. Yeah. And they didn't even... Re- and that movie was a mega hit. That was Sony's... One of Sony's biggest hits ever. Ever. And no one really complained about the story in that one. No one... I mean, there were the few that were like, how can you do this? I think Greg and Lou kind of made a joke about that on their YouTube channel yeah. about uh, how, like, how can we tell the story without... But they did it. And that, to me... Venom and Spider-Man are more interlocked than Nightwing and Batman or Nightwing and Robin because Venom is Spider-Man. Venom is reliant on Spider-Man. Venom always wants to try to be Spider-Man, wants to always try to be one with Spider-Man. That, right. That's his whole but story. And it's a little it's Nightwing... a little different because they are the same. They are the same character but they are completely opposite. Where like it's not like they both because they don't both exist at the same time, right? Yeah, they do. They do? Okay, yeah. I'm not familiar with Spider-Man yeah. at all. Yep. Yep. So, I guess, like, the whole thing, though, with with Robin coming, becoming Nightwing, I really feel like, because if you're watching it, you kind of want to know where he probably came from, who he is, what, why do you, why should you care about him, what makes him a hero? Like, I think those are important questions to to ask especially in a superhero movie especially in a hero you don't really know you saw what what arrow did is they they established of the type of person he used to be and how the island changed him you had an entire backstory of him being trained yeah, by but somebody that's a tv show where you have I time un- and you need that you need i get that to tell a story. I, I understand that yeah. but they but i know they did it in much more detail but they still they gave him a reason of what they gave him a backstory and Nightwing to me because of the ties with Batman I really think you have to make some kind of acknowledgement of he was because um, you're going to make the show about him so now you're going to tell Movie. the story you're going to tell the it only has to be like the, maybe the like how Batman Begins was where they like maybe the first like half of it is just his backstory and how he became to be like you don't have to show you don't have to go into complete detail I think but you, you could show him you could show Tony Zuko killing his parents and that's but that's what yeah, turned but, him into but that I think made that's big, what drove him to get into this business to, not business but that's what drove him to get into it I to begin with I think that's a Robin origin story movie I, Robin I is has, Nightwing I think it has absolutely nothing to do with a Nightwing, Nightwing movie but Nightwing Nightwing is the reason why Nightwing exists is because he used to be Robin like he tried to get yeah, out of God, but 
he tried to get out of Gotham to get out of the whole crime fighting thing. Like he didn't want to do that anymore. That's why he left Gotham to begin when begin with to go to Bloodhaven. And for whatever reason, he kept getting drawn back into it by uh, by everything that Bruce taught him, by everything that he stood for, and the way how his uh, parents were murdered. He just he couldn't stop. So he just he ended up getting back into it anyways. He just started doing it on his own terms. And I think that's that's interesting because um, that's the difference between Nightwing and anybody else that's been part of the Bat family that's tried to do stuff on their own. Is he actually didn't want to do it anymore because uh, the difference between Batman and Nightwing is Robin or Dick Grayson cares about people. He um, is very... He's emotional like that, where Batman literally doesn't have emotion. He just has a code that he uses to justify what mm-hmm. he does. And that was the one thing he couldn't, that Robin couldn't do. The animated series did a really good good job of splitting how they split up by how Batman just kept crossing the line, interrogating a guy in front of his family and everything like that. Robin's like, I, I'm, I'm done with this. And Batgirl had something to do with it. But that's the animated series. You don't have to involve... You don't have to do anything crazy like that. I think. But show something that maybe Batman did something that was a little bit too dark for him and he didn't no longer do it. Maybe make him abusive, whatever. Because Batman was pretty abusive towards him. So that would essentially, from 99% of people's point of view, will set him up as a pussy character. Starting off right there. Oh, man, Batman's too tough. I'm the... Uh, no, Batman's uh, Batman goes too far. Yeah. That's a dip, but Nightwing cares about the, people. That's what he I, is. He unless you want to completely rewrite on what he is. I'm sure that's going to be the direction they head in. That's fine, but and I, I think that's I, uh, I think if they do cover any backstory at all, the most you'd ever see is the most you would get is a hint at it. You might get like a nod of no, I do things my way, or you know. But some, how did he? How did he obtain those skills? Don't worry obviously about he it. had an he had an acrobatic background, but if they're not even touch on that at all. But you, those are those are the nuggets you drop throughout the movie, right? Not not spending time like delving into it. You you drop them throughout. No, you're the movie. giving him character development on what you, he you mentioned, what he was, and what he is now. You you mention in scenes, you know, back when I was Robin, I used to blah blah blah. Now I, you know, and you you kind of do it like that. So I think he should just be Robin almost through the whole movie and turn into Nightwing. Like, he decides that he's going to... Because he still has the Robin costume. That would be a shit movie. Maybe... Well, that's... That's because yeah, you hate... That's because you hate Robin. Because then then you might as well just do Batman and Robin. But you've never liked... Split. You don't like Dick Grayson anyways. You've no. never liked him. No. So, I'm, like, you're... For you to like Dick Grayson, he can't be Dick Grayson. Let's just be honest here. Like, if Dick Grayson is yeah, what Dick Grayson make, is... Yeah, but you can make a compelling hold on, hold on, hold on. Nightwing movie. Right, but it wouldn't be Dick Grayson. It would be someone else. Sure. Because that's that's the only way that would work for sure. you. Now, uh, there are people that like Rob. Robin's a very likable character. Why? Because he's... Because he's, he's a grown man's little bitch? Well, that's the that's your inter that's your interpretation of him. But I, uh, that's creepy. Robin <laughs> is very likable because he is... He's different than Batman. He's not as... Um, he questions. He questions things. He tries to. Uh, um, he's not. They're not okay. So they're different, but they're also kind of the same by the way how they got into it. Where Batman is like, 
he takes it very, very seriously where Robin in the beginning was more about having fun and acceptance like from, you know, his, you know, Batman's his father pretty much. Well, essentially he's had his adopted father. Essentially he's had two good Robins and one bitch and the bitch became Nightwing and the two Robins were both straight. Yeah, I know you don't like Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson was the only one who chose to leave. That's not why I don't like him. It's because no, he's I... a bitch from start to finish. Okay, so you're not going to like a Nightwing movie anyway. I love a Nightwing movie because they can tell it better. They Because they're going to diverge so far from what he was in every iteration of him. Be it in the comics. and the... So he's going to be this dark, broody character yeah. that's going to be killing people yes, probably. left and right. All of them. That's what he is in Titans. All the time. All of them. I wasn't complaining about him in Titans. Right. But I mean, like, that's not, uh, that's not Dick Grayson. He's not a murderer. That's He's fine. Not, I understand that's that. That's fine. So it wouldn't, even, it wouldn't even be Nightwing. It would be, that was the issue that people had with Titans. I thought it worked for Titans because... It's the, actually the issue people had with Dark Knight and all the Nolan movies, too. Because Batman was killing everything and just far too violent. He wasn't tactical. At he all. wasn't really. He wasn't killing. And he was in, blowing motherfuckers up left and right. Yeah, but he wasn't um, directly killing in the Nolan movies, there except for Ra's al Ghul. That that I didn't like. I, when he directly like, literally, Batman. The difference between Batman and a lot of other heroes is he'll risk his own life just to save someone that's trying to kill him. It makes no sense, but that's just the way he is because his his parents' murder is what, or when his parents are murdered in front of him, he's like. It like triggers something in him, like he ha- like it feels like it it has to be done, like even like the Joker will be falling to his death and he'll sacrifice his own life to save him, when he probably should just let him fall. Like we can debate we can debate Batman's morality all we want. Now Jason Todd was always the one that took everything too far. Now he's the Robin that nobody liked. It's kind of weird because uh, when he was written. He was the Robin that nobody liked him because everyone liked Dick Grayson. So he was the second Robin. And with uh, Jason Todd was he would go too far to the point where Batman kind of lost control of him. He would, uh, like we saw in the Red Hood, where he shattered a guy's collarbone or whatever when they were interrogating him because he took the interrogation too far um, to the point where he wanted to start killing. And he does as the Red Hood. He comes back and he kills. And his whole thing was... Uh, pretty much trying to prove that Batman's code is stupid. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, like I said, we could debate that all day. I'm not going to because we're so not going to So you're saying the Red any... Hood is a better Nightwing? The Red Hood is the Red Hood. Nightwing's Nightwing. Nightwing is not... You put the Red Hood up against Nightwing. That's that's the that's the problem is they should be more... They should be making a Red Hood movie and the Nightwing show. Because the Nightwing show, I think, would do better. A Red Hood movie would put Deadpool to shame. Yes. Because, wow. Because Red Hood is more edgier than Nightwing. Nightwing's not edgy. So the, these idiots out there that like think they're going to get this dark, broody well, movie Well, that's how they're going to do it. That is I, how they're going to do it. I know it. that, but that's yeah. not Nightwing. So that that's Red Hood. That's Jason Todd. Yeah, that's because, what Jason Todd because is. Because they would not attempt to do this unless they were going to do it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make a dark, broody Nightwing, and it's going to it's gonna be probably hated. 
Maybe. All you had to do is just change it to Red Hood and everyone would love it. It's crazy how that would work. You just change the title of the movie. Or you change the character name. Because Dick Grayson's not... Dick Grayson in just about every form is not a murderer. Jason Todd was. Now in Titans, they changed it and made Grayson more the killer. And Jason Todd was too, but he was still working with Batman. Because he would show up in a couple of episodes in Titans too. Could just do Jason Todd Nightwing. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't call it Nightwing, you just call it Red Hood. Mm. For the you sake could, of the movie, for the people. You could, I think would be interesting is you could make a Red Hood movie and even make uh, Nightwing the protagonist in the movie trying to stop Jason Here's, Todd. That would be interesting. Here's the thing. I think the fanboys always want to see the two Robins fight. That's that's what they want to do. Batman versus Superman, which is stupid. Um, Green Lantern versus Green Arrow, which would be hilarious. Um <laughs> You know, people want to see the heroes fight. No one ever wants to see, like, the, the, the opposite. Because every time you talk about, like, Marvel versus DC, right? We're talking about heroes versus heroes. We're not talking about the villains. We're not saying, oh, I want to see Batman face Iron Man's villain that I can't even name right now because I don't think he has any villains except for, like, Russia. Um, the, like... Imagine villain on villain. Yeah, but Marvel doesn't have any named That's right. Villains. DC would just lay waste, wouldn't right. they? Because yeah. DC doesn't have any, like, really well-known villains. You could argue, oh, You mean Marvel? Thanos. Sorry, Marvel yeah. doesn't have any... You could be like, oh, Thanos. Fuck Thanos. Right. You only know Thanos because Infinity War... And, yeah. uh, shut the fuck up with Thanos. DC, DC the thing about DC is... Um, for, they get a lot of negative... People love... Okay, so my opinion of Marvel... And Marvel, to me, is always, like, the flavor of the week. Yes. So, they're, like... They're like the cool, the, the more, the, if you're going to go into like Hot Topic, that's your Marvel like store. Like that's where you're going to get your Marvel gear. I'm going to get my Deadpool shirt because Deadpool's cool today. Tomorrow it's going to be Spider-Man. Now I will say they have a lot of solid B-plus players in their uh-huh. industry, but they don't have that big home. Spider-Man's a big home run hitter, but they don't even have Spider-Man. That's Sony. Not Yeah, they, they just lost it again. Yeah, because Sony, Sony got ripped off it because... I guess it's something to do with the deal that they had in place where the Marvel wanted half of everything from well, a Sony movie or something like that. Marvel and Disney wanted half of it. What it really boils down to is Sony doesn't have the merchandising rates on Spider-Man. Marvel right. does. So Marvel, of course, is owned by Disney. So Disney has the merchandising rates for right. Spider-Man. So Sony is like, well, since we're not getting the merchandising off of this stuff, you are... We want a higher percentage of the first run of this movie in theaters. So whatever this is going for in theaters, we want a cut. We want a bigger cut off of this. That's all they were saying, and it boiled down to Disney saying no, and Sony's like, "Well, yes, we insist," and Disney's like, "No, fuck yourself," and Sony's like, "No, we'll make this movie. You fuck yourself," and that's how that went. Because Sony actually holds all the cards and Disney was trying to strong arm them. Right. So Sony's like, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> and that was how that went. Um, now, DC isn't owned by Warner Brothers, are they? Or they have a relationship with Warner owned. Brothers? They're owned by Warner yeah. Brothers? They're owned by... But they've been owned by Warner Brothers for a long time. Well, I think they were originally owned by the conglomerate that owned all of them. Yeah. And then, yeah, but, yeah. So, the the easiest way to put this would be, you actually had a good one where it was like the flavor of the week. 
kind of deal because DC has strawberry, chocolate, vanilla, all these flavors you know you can count on that everyone knows, everyone likes. Mm -hmm. And you have Marvel out there who they have the exciting pistachio crunch. And the like, oh, well, that's not bad. And then, uh, uh, Let's make a wrestling comparison. Like, DC is like the WWE. It's been around forever. And they have the stars people know. It's not going to go, it's not going to go away. They're going to have that consistent time slot. And here, and then Marvel is whatever company that it's the NXT, it's the AEW, it's the Ring of Honor, it's the TNA or whatever. Well, maybe not TNA. TNA would be more like really lower image. <laughs> yeah. Now Marvel, I think Marvel's technically ahead in their little competition they're having, but only in the movie industry. DC dominates in just about everything else. The fact that they have their own streaming service and Marvel doesn't. I mean, granted, DC streaming service hasn't been doing very well, well but there's ways they can do that. I would that. argue Marvel does because they're owned by Disney. Right, but so Disney they... doesn't have their thing up and running yet. Yeah, soon. Yeah, but it's not That's up yet. DC got, DC got theirs up first. Yeah. A lot of content on there. And I th- and they got a lot of comics. Wait Plus, till you see Marvel's. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. DC has Batman. And that's really all you need. Batman, yeah, um, I think Batman's popular enough where it could like go off on its own and could literally go up against DC by himself and Marvel by himself and be just fine. Probably, yeah, yeah. I I think I think we had that argument what a couple years ago about Batman's popularity versus Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars is undeniably a bigger brand. Right. Uh, there, more image notoriety, money generated is far surpassed anything Marvel, DC, or any of those. I think it's the most valuable intellectual property in the world. Right. Actually, by a huge margin. Um, so it's not close, but um, well, I think Batman is huge. But I think that was the thing that you were basing popularity off of money. Which is a fair. Which oh, is a no, fair. Oh no, no, no. Um, I would say I would say notoriety too, as in um, character recognition uh, from it. Um, granted, you're you're putting a brand, you're putting a franchise against a single entity. Um, so, but I think everybody knows what Batman is. I think everyone knows what Darth Vader is. Yeah, I mean. I think everyone knows what Yoda is. I well, here's the thing: I've never watched a Star Wars movie. But you know who and, Yoda is, right? I know Darth yeah. Vader. I I think Yoda's isn't that the small thing? Little green little, thing. Yeah. yeah. Like I know that, and I know the music. R two D two. I know the name. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know the story. I don't know like. Yeah. Unless I mean I know the Mark Hamill Luke Skywalker, and that's only because of I would have only known that because of Batman. You know Darth Vader's the bad guy. Yeah. Have you heard of the Death Star? Yeah. Okay. You know Chewbacca. Yes. Have you heard of the Millennium Falcon? Yes. Okay. See, now, you might not know what they are, but you've heard of them. You 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 got enough of it going right there that it has brand saturation in your mind. But you and know I think, what, though? You could have you could ask me what those things are, and I wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to go into you wouldn't be able to go into detail. 
Well, and I'm I not think, like Millennium and I think, Falcon. I, I only think a knew... lot of people, and I think that the equivalent of that would be you. A lot of people would know what Batman is and the Bat symbol, but you ask, well, who is Batman? I think just n- not everyone would be like, oh, it's Bruce Wayne. Not everyone would know. I think. I think most people would though. Think most people wouldn't. I think you'd have the same percentage that wouldn't be able to go into detail about Star Wars, and I think you'd see a massive overlap of the people yeah, who wouldn't be able to I go. Mean, I think if you don't give a shit about pop culture, you might not be, you wouldn't have I that. Because I can't but... tell you, I know that, because isn't Darth Vader, um... Luke Skywalker's dad, and he's a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, I know that, yeah. but is that, I mean, don't, don't attack me, because I don't, I, I'm claiming I know nothing about yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, So is that, is that Attican then? Was that yes. who Darth yeah. Vader was? Yeah. Okay. Like, I just remember, because I think I saw episode one. Yeah. Which I've heard is like the worst one. But See, it's like, I disagree. I, I disagree. I mean, that's what I've that. heard. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not yeah. into it. I can't get yeah. into, I've never been able to get into it because it's always come off as very hokey and cheesy to me. to you. See, I, you know what? As a kid, because I grew up, I grew up a Star Trek fan. Yes. Like, I always talk about it, but I grew up a Star Trek fan. I couldn't stand Star Wars. I didn't finally get into Star Wars until I was maybe uh, 14 years old. 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And then I watched the new ones because they, they felt a lot a lot more like sci-fi to me. Like um, episode one, episode two, episode three. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm about this. I can get this. I can get into this. And then I watched the older ones and they were remastered and done up a little bit better. And yeah, they're a little bit corny and stuff. Like the first one is like unwatchable to me. And like a lot of people my age will say the same thing where like people like our parents' generation will be like, well, it was cool because they have sentimental memories with that and they kind of grew up in that time, but it's hard to watch. But then like the second one, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, it's like a fucking good movie. Um, See, my dad's actually a huge Star Trek guy. Loves Star Trek. Um, I don't know. I don't know his, I think he might like Star Wars, but he's probably not crazy about it. I know he said that he's more Star Trek than mm-hmm. Star Wars. Um, I never... It's weird. So am I. Because my dad was really into it, and I usually get into the same stuff my dad did. But I that was one thing. I, I could never get into sci-fi. Like, I tried. Yeah, I think I think you could very easily get into Star Trek because of the way you watch TV shows and the way your mind works and what you look for in shows. You'd actually be a huge Star Trek fan. Uh, you just would have to give it the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... Just the way you watch shows, I, I I would stake money on it, actually. Stargate 2, for that matter. Um, just because the way you will watch shows like Supernatural and stuff like that, and like the things you look for in shows, and like the dialogue, the storytelling, um, you, you would get heavily into that. And that's where I feel like Star Wars is actually very lacking, because it's not there. It's more visual and environmental than it is actual storytelling. And I do have an appreciation for that. Like, the difference, the difference, like with me and Batman Begins and uh, Batman '89, is Batman '89 was very visual. Yes. But I really think that works for a Batman story a little bit better than trying to tell it to you. Um, there's a scene where you see Bruce just put down a rose in Crime Alley. I mean, you don't know if you're a casual fan, you have no well, idea what that scene is. Yeah. If you're a hard, if you're a Batman fan, you you get that. That's where his well, parents yeah, were. Yeah, they they definitely have symbolism and stuff going on where you don't even necessarily get that in Star Wars. It's like, more whoa space. Well, I'm gonna say whoa. this right here. I I will not watch Star Wars. Like that's that's yeah. 
that that train has been that train's gone that'll never be a thing um a lot of that has to do probably with the hype of it i just i'm like nope i'm not even gonna get a a part of it i don't like being part of a a brand unless i was in it from the beginning that's i'm really weird like that like jurassic park i get into it because i watched the first one before lost world came out so like for me it was like Jurassic Park. I grew up with Jurassic Park, so I can continue watching it. Plus, the dinosaurs are awesome. Granted, I don't like any of the movies. <laughs> like, I hate them all. Pretty much all of them. Except for maybe the... I like the first one, to an extent. Just because the T-Rex is awesome. But the rest of the movie, I could give rat's ass about. I like dinosaurs. I've always liked dinosaurs. That's why I think Land Before Time is one of the better dinosaur movies you could tell. Like, the first one. First Land Before Time was really good. Um, there was a Netflix show called Dino King, which was like the the Lion King of dinosaurs. It really, I liked it a lot. It was kind of poorly animated. It was CG, and it was it doesn't look very good, and the voice acting is really bad. But the um, I liked the idea of falling or um, following the life of a Talvasaurus, which is like a relative of the Tyrannosaurus. And going from infant all the way to adulthood and challenging the red-eyed T-Rex at the end of the movie who killed his family. I like that shit. With sci-fi, if it's time travel, I can probably get into it. Um, but I never did Back to the Future. And again, I think that's just because... I was not a Back to the Future fan. I think a lot of that has not to do... generation. Right, because it's not my generation. But I did like watch... Uh, and it was only a couple of years ago I watched The Butterfly Effect, like, for the first time. I really got into it. Um, then there was, like, four sequels. I watched them all. They're, none of them were really any good, but they were interesting. I like the idea of going back in time a lot. That's mm-hmm. probably why Flashpoint Paradox I really liked. And Flash Stories, the Flash TV show. When Stargate. They, when they, when they, tra- they, when they time travel. Stargate a lot. And then Legends, they do yeah. a lot of time travel. I like time travel. Yeah. But I'm not really into the whole intergalactic... Um, that's that I I never really can do that unless I don't know it's weird it depends on if it's if it's not relatable I can't get into it you know that's actually um that's actually what got me into Stargate because of how relatable it was compared to other sci-fi like I didn't even feel like it was sci-fi at first because you watched it and you were like holy shit this could actually be happening right now and that's how Stargate kind of sets itself up um, but they have like the time travel elements and now stuff. Is Stargate and... is that the one that only went one season, or is that the, is that the long is that the long one? The, uh, Stargate was kind of a franchise. Okay. So there were ten seasons of SG One, five seasons of Stargate. That's Atlantis. right. That's Stargate. Okay. Yeah. So that was the one with the guy who played the diver. There was one show that was similar style to that, but it only went one season. I can't remember. I think it's on Netflix or something. I'm sure it's probably not even relatable. Lost in Space. No, because lo- I I I've actually watched the the remake of Lost in Space and I actually kind of liked it. Okay. Actually, has the actor who plays Flint. Oh, okay. He's the main. He's the like the dad character. And then it's got that bitch from House of Cards in it too. The um. Not. The the one who played the whip. Got it. I know who you mean. Yeah. Yep. She's a bitch in every every. She plays a good. She plays a good like Stephanie McMahon bitch character, like um, I, she's in every show she's in. She's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any 
Because she's also in Goliath, and she's a bitch in that, too. I can't think of any show that ran one season. I don't know. I really don't know. I heard The Expanse is another good one, but that that might be a little bit too heavy, and I haven't watched that one yet. That's one I want to kind of get into. I guess Amazon just picked it up. So that one I kind of want to watch. Um, and then heard... maybe maybe you should finally break your CW thing and try the hundred, because that's 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 sci-fi. Yeah, but it's CW sci-fi. So what? Give it, it a chance. It has a CW stench. So on it. what? Give it a chance. <sighs> I'll try Stargate. You do the hundred, I'll do Stargate. You know that's actually fair. How many seasons of it? Well. They're on their sixth right now. They just finished oh their well, sixth. then I don't feel bad telling you there's ten seasons of SG One. Yeah, I, well, if I like it, I'll cruise through it in like a weekend. Well, I'm crazy like in that. In that case, can... then there's five seasons of Stargate Atlantis too. All right, you just have to tell me where to start. Uh you'll figure it out. I have to finish the sixth season of the hundred first. It's I like done season that seven of Stargate Atlantis, or sorry, I'm sorry, of SG One. They start tying it in the Atlantis. They cross over for like two episodes and then they never cross over again. But some of the characters from SG One end up on Atlantis, but they never they never cross over. I also think you should check out that Mind Hunter show. Mind Hunters. One of those net Netflix has is interesting with their original. Okay, content. how many seasons of Mind Hunters are there? Two. Okay. They're like ten episodes. Netflix series are always short. That one's good. Um, there's another one. I think... I'll trade you Mine Hunters for the 100. Oh, you'll do Mine Hunters instead. I'd rather do Mine Hunters. Mine Hunters is not sci-fi. Uh, like you said, you can't. It's more of a stretch for me to do the one, but the one's easier for me to bite off. I think you're gonna struggle getting through the first season of Mine Hunters. Uh, I mean, I shows. I liked it because I liked that whole. Uh, I like acting and I like um, that whole, like, uh, the way how they do storytelling and how people are weird in it. Because I get into that shit for some reason. But the um, the second season's way better. There's also Stranger Things, which is a pretty damn good show, too. That one. I don't know. I It has a Stephen King vibe to it, which I kind of like. But it's kind of it has that nostalgic thing because you kind of remember... I mean, I never played, was it Dungeons and Dragons or anything? Yeah. I never played any of that those games. But the kids will play that, and it kind of just reminds me of being a kid and just kind of before the before people had computers and cell phones and shit and how you would just hang out with your friends. So it kind of has that vibe to it, so it has that little nostalgic to it. They go to an arcade. I mean, granted, there weren't really a lot of arcades when we were kids, but we had Fun World, we had Chuck E. Cheese. We had... I heard people were bitching because people smoke in the show. And they're going to try to have less cigarettes in it in upcoming seasons. Oh, they're going to do another season? Sounds like it. Oh. I don't know why that would... People get and mad people about are it. People like, smoked people all the time smoked back in then. the 80s. That's, that was the counter-argument, but Netflix caved. They were like, we understand. It's such a stupid thing to bitch about. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was their whole thing. Yep. So, Doom, Doom Patrol... I got Doom one Patrol more. Patrol. I got one more. Would, Doom Patrol Patrol. Would you watch Black Lightning, even though it's a CW show? How many seasons? It's two. That one's at two? They're going to do their third. You said that one's on the CW app, right? Yes. It's also on Netflix. 
I might much rather watch it on that. I'm just saying, like, would that be one that you think? I'd you consider could watch? that one. That one I could watch. That it, one looks good. That it one doesn't have looks... that CW. It's completely that one, different. That one from the clips you've shown me actually looks really good. Yeah. I wonder what SG One is on anymore. Well, like I said, I'm gonna finish the hundred first, and then I can I'll try to. I mean, show. I own the show. Two times over on DVD. Well, I don't have a DVD player hooked up to my TV. But, um... Because this is going to be something that I'll have on the second TV while I'm playing, like, the show or something. Yeah, because, uh... And then if it can catch my interest, I'll give it, like, prob... I usually give a show usually about five episodes before... Oh, I, yeah, you'll be good then. Before the, I um, I'm very patient with shows. So, uh... They do a pretty good job establishing the show early on. The one thing that's kind of weird about it, though, is the first, I think, three or four seasons of it was on Stars, way back when. Yeah. And then they moved, and so it had a very adult vibe to it, and then Sci-Fi picked the show up seamlessly. They sold the show off to Sci-Fi, so then they had to tone it down quite a bit, like, language-wise and stuff like that. Not that it was, like, excessive or anything, right. but... Um, it's not on Netflix. I wonder if it's on Hulu. Oh, I got that article you sent me about Stephen Amell playing that wrestling yeah. character. That looks really good. It's going to be a star show. Yep. Yeah, where he, uh, I forget what it's called, but yeah. It's going to be called Heels, I think. Yeah, yes. That's it. And it's just going to be the story of pretty much like the wrestler, except from the heel perspective. Should be pretty good. A-E-W-A-E-W. Uh, Doom Patrol. Boom, Stargate SG-1 is on Hulu. I got Hulu. So, and Atlantis. So and the one, movie. So which one would you start with? Like, you start with SG-1. SG-1. SG-1 is the first one. So, mm-hmm. well, the movie is technically first, but I wouldn't watch the movie. It Fuck, has nothing, it has nothing to do with the... Nope, you can, you'll be perfectly good with the show without the movie. So, to put it into perspective, I started watching SG-1 randomly because it came on on Fox at night, and it was like in the eighth season. I had no idea what was going on, but the show captivated me. What do you think about covering X-Files? I, You know, I completely missed that show, but it ran around the same time that SG-1 was on. Right. So, it would be an interesting show. Oh, and there's a show, Stargate Universe. It's awful. It came on after Atlantis. It's actually bad. I'll say just avoid that altogether. It ties into the rest of them, but it's not a good show. Not a good show. Bad I show. Can... If I like the shows, I'll probably still watch it because that's how I am. It's not. It's it's. Yeah. I didn't even finish that one, and I I love Stargate. I'm probably a couple weeks out though from starting it. Yeah. Just because I got. Uh, yeah, I was hoping it was on a streaming service yet because it used to be on Netflix. It's weird how shows like come and go like that, like where you'll see like oh Stargate oh okay it's not on there anymore but it's on Netflix in Canada and. Yeah. Yeah, they did that with an anime I used to watch, too. Like, I don't usually watch anime in general. Like, I'm not really into Japanese animation. But every once in a while, like, there's this baseball anime called Big Windup. Yes, you've told me about that before. Yeah. It is... It's excellent. Like, even to, uh... I, I try to find, like, professional reviews on YouTube about it to see if anyone, like, has heard about it or has anything to say about it. And all the reviews I find are, like, hacks. I say, this is a good show. This show was made in 2007. 
my dad touched me when I was a child. <laughs> like, okay, I, I don't need to hear all that. <clears throat> but you talk about a anime. The one thing I like about anime is it's always detailed. Yes. And um, they, a baseball anime to me has the potential to be like really good, because Japanese, the way how Japanese play baseball or Japan, they they play it like it's in the Stone Age. Like today's baseball is power, strikeout, that's it. Home run, strikeout, walk. It's uh, I think it's seventy percent of plate appearances ending either home run, strikeout, or walk. In Japan, they move runners over. They bunt. They, uh, it's like watching baseball in the 30s, where it was low-scoring games, but good defense, good base running, uh, put the ball in play. Uh, they bunt runners over, and they do this in the show, and ev- and the numbers correspond to your position you play. So, like, are you familiar with the numbers in baseball? No. So one, like, you ever seen like if you ever been to a game and they say score that one three. Or even heard of it? Nope. So in a, in a scorecard, uh, the the numbers represent the position. So like uh, pitcher is one, catcher is two, first base three, second base four, third base five, shortstop six, and then seven, eight, nine are your three outfielders. So if there's a fly out, say to right field, your score would be F7 or F9 based off of how it was scored. And that they that's that's what they used to use back in the 30s and the 40s before computers and everything. And in Japan, they still do with the numbers. So if you see a player that has number one, that means he's the pitcher. Uh, number two means they're the catcher. Three is they're the first baseman. And that's how that's that's how it used to be in baseball back in the 30s. So it's just kind of cool that they're like, you can go over to Japan and watch baseball. It's like you're time traveling almost. And the way they they have cheer squads, where baseball baseball here in the states doesn't have that at all. You're not allowed to show any emotion. In Japan, it's all about like celebrating every little thing. They have bands that play during the game. Um, they have, like I said, a, a like a male cheer squad that is like singing during the games and like getting like a whole group of them uh, singing chants and stuff like that, like a college football game almost. Hmm. And you, that's that doesn't happen in pro baseball here, but in pro baseball over there, it's a huge thing. I recommend during the when they do the World Baseball Classic, I think next year, I think is when they do the next one. Watch when Japan plays, and when they play in a Japan, Japanese stadium, it's like, it's it's really awesome. I really love Japanese baseball. I wish they'd show some of it on TV more. Surprised they don't play any games over here for exposure. Well, we play over there instead. Correct. I, get, I I know we play because we pay we pay uh, players way more than they do. So like Japanese players, they uh, the ones that hit for power are the ones that will come over to the United States. The the high average hitters, that's not our game over here. We're not about we we don't pay guys that hit three hundred. We want guys that can hit thirty home runs. It's just, I mean, it's baseball's still fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but like. Watching it over there, it's because it's their number one sport. Here, it's not. Baseball is number three, because basketball's passed them up. Hmm. It's I didn't know they that. passed them up a few years ago. Oh. And that's why baseball is so. Nationally, they passed them up. Regionally, no. 
regionally no one no one beats baseball so like if uh say for example like in the market like here if you put a bucks game on and a brewer game on in the milwaukee market they're watching the brewers because baseball does very well on tv in their region nationally they get creamed so you could put it like you look at the ratings for espn sunday night baseball nobody watches it unless their team's playing so it's like a really like that's why i always said it's kind of more of the nerdy foul sport where you're like like me being a cardinal fan i could tell you everything about every player on that team where like someone that is a brewer fan doesn't know half of the guys on my team <laughs> vice versa because there's so many games and it's the comment yeah it just takes a lot to follow and it's the commentary's job to tell you what's going on and the cardinals have a very good tv announce team the brewers on the other hand and i might catch a little heat for this brian anderson is very overrated i think he's a good national announcer but when i when he calls brewery games nothing he says is interesting he's just very generic and I actually saw a report of uh, the top 30 announced teams ranked, and they were 28th, him and Schroeder. And it's about time because Bill Sh- Brian Anderson gets a ton of recognition because he does a ton of national games. But, like, when he calls the Brewers, he just does To me, he I feel like he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he just doesn't care. He's just there for the paycheck. And that's fine, but it, it comes off in your work. Where you're not passionate about it or yeah. you don't do the research. I hear you. I hear like, you. like I'll hear him pronounce players' names wrong. That's to me. Yeah, that's, if you're covering that team specifically, you should know how to say their names. Well, I'm Absolutely. talking about like with the opponent's team. Like Dan McLaughlin from the Cardinals, he'll actually go down and talk to the players from the other teams mm. to learn how to pronounce their names. Really? Then he'll ask them, "Is as like I'm doing a broadcast? Is there anything you want me to say to the?" the cardinal the cardinal fan base that you might want them to know about you and the players and the players will tell him he's one of the only guys that does that and he learned that from jack buck and vince scully the all-time greats baseball announcing is uh, like a a very huge passion of mine it's something i've always wanted to do All right, and uh, to get that train back on track. Oh, we we've been off track all Doom game. Doom Patrol. Sure, let's get patrol. into it. Patrol, patrol. Doom Patrol, patrol. patrol so patrol. this was a very slow moving episode. I like. I'm not it, sure what it really did for the overall story of the series so far. I actually. So I feel like we came off. I feel uh, like we accomplished a lot in it, actually. You, you really think so? Yeah, because we got to really see what. Because to me, it was. Mr. Nobody is more frightening than I was giving him credit for. Why? Like, and because of what he did to that team, mm. he destroyed them mentally. Yes. Yeah, he mentally crippled them. Yeah, and he has like that kind of power to get into your head to like cripple you like that, and without even being physically dominating. The fact that the JLA doesn't even know who he is is another thing that's like holy crap. Like this could be. He could do some serious damage if he decided that's what he wanted to do. I don't know what his motives are quite yet. I don't know if they really got into it, but he he destroyed that. The How first does this Doom tie Patrol. into um, Cyborg's dad? Does it tie into Cyborg's dad? Yeah. You think he has something to do with it? I feel like it's it's leading in that direction. I don't know. This episode made me think that. 
I know that Cyborg doesn't trust his dad. Because he, I, like, we talked about it before about those programmed memories. Yes. Well, I mean, and I think we're going to find out more about that because obviously at the end of this episode, Cyborg stole a flash drive from his dad that his dad was trying to keep from him. So we, we have that whole situation going on. That's great. But there was the whole interaction between uh, Robot Man and, uh, and, dad. and Cyborg's dad where they were starting to talk about like the relationship that he had between um, Niles. Niles, like their friendship, what happened there. And he got really shady and weird about that, which that's weird. And he's been weird about him, uh, Cyborg, working with them from the beginning. There's there's something going on there. I feel like there's something going on. I don't know if it's resentments toward Niles or what. It's interesting, though. And then we have... Um, we kind of got a little bit of Rita in this. That didn't really do much for me. Um, Larry was just there. Yes. He, yeah, which is kind of the role he's been playing in a lot of these. Yeah, but it seems like the better episodes is when they really dive, deep dive into him. Yeah. Because I feel like he, next to Robot Man, is like the second most interesting character on that show. He could be, yeah. They could do they could do a lot better with him. Absolutely. Because I would like to know um, more about him, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I know there is one coming up where we will, where we do we do learn a lot lot more about him, but that's that's not we're not quite there yet. Um, yeah, I'd have to say so far the most interesting character is either Robot Man or Mister Nobody, in my opinion right now. Because I don't we don't really know much about Nobody. I like how they're doing that where they're not really telling you much. Yeah, I mean, the most exposure we had to him was in the first episode. Yep. That's it. Second one was when they went inside the donkey. Okay. The first one we heard about him. The second one is where he actually, we actually, they were inside like his little weird world or whatever. Yeah, but the first one is where we saw him get created, right? The beginning of the first one. Yeah, he was the narrator. Mm. And then the third episode, they were what? Nothing happened in the third one, right? Or was that when Constantine showed up? The And then the fourth one was the stupid book. Yeah, the, the third one started the whole story arc with the... Uh, the creator. The, the creator and the decreator. And the decreator. Well, it was the decreator and the creator, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Decreator yeah. and the recreator. Sure, whatever. I'm not... We argued this last time. I'm not even going to do it this no, time. No, it's I don't the decreator it broke the world down. They needed to contact the recreator to put the world back together. Right. Yeah. It was that. It was such a random story arc, and it was only lasted two episodes, and then it was done. Yep. And we're moving on. Yep. Um, and now we're into what we are now, and Niles helped them reform the recreator or the creator or whatever his name is recreator yeah yeah and then he took uh he took niles with him not niles sorry nobody took niles yes back back because that was the deal mr nobody saw the d creator as a threat yeah 
And you still think he's not going to be the? You think there's going to be Correct. a bigger villain, and he's going to help them? Yes. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I think Mister Nobody is on their side. And the Doom Patrol just doesn't know it. Correct. It sounds like though he he really messed up that other Doom Patrol pretty bad. Uh. But I feel like he could go and mess up this crew whenever he really wanted to. He's not really hiding from them, and he, but he's not searching them out. So I feel like there's some type of weird um, respect thing with Niles for the reason why he won't do it. Correct. Which means he's not pure evil. Right. Right. At least that's what I'm catching from it so far. Which could also explain why he's not on the Justice League's radar. Because maybe he's just not that bad. Yeah, maybe, because I'm sure Batman's heard of him. He's heard of everybody. Yes. And he probably doesn't deem him as a, an immediate threat. Correct. I wonder what his opinion of Niles is. Or the Doom Patrol in general. Well, they're not the Doom Patrol yet. Because the Doom Patrol was what we saw. The the people that were like destroyed by yes. Mr. Nobody. Which we don't know if they were sent. Niles could be the bad guy for all we know. That's what I think. So you think Niles is evil? Yes. Really? Absolutely. You think that's going to be the big twist? Yes. I think Niles has been playing everyone all along, and I think Mr. Nobody is actually the good guy. Do you think there's a possibility that Mr. Nobody and Niles are almost the same person? That might be it, too. That actually very well could be it. Hmm. It would make sense. It's going to be weird because we'll go back and... Because then he's playing both sides of the... Both sides of the coin, both sides of the aisle there. He's kind of... So you think Niles is a meta of some sort? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Maybe that's why... Cy- and Cyborg's dad's maybe not bad. And that's why he doesn't like Niles because he doesn't trust him. That could be it. That that very well could be it. Or maybe Cyborg has been being pushed in the direction without him knowing to keep an eye on Niles. Or to figure out if the Doom Patrol is actually... there. I don't know. There's a lot of ways of looking at it. But I don't think I don't think Niles is who he appears to be. I, I, I don't think anything about him makes sense. Especially the fact that he's not aging. No, he hasn't. So, he was... It, that, Nobody is. Like Rita didn't age. Well, and and that would make sense. They're meta. They're meta humans. So right. you know, whatever. That's fine. But Larry's I, not I a meta. That. Larry's not a meta. He just has something living in him. Right. That's keeping him youthful. Right. Oh, okay. I mean, if it was enough to keep him alive after that accident, and he's he's trucking along from that, it's enough to stop him from aging. Elastic Girl can just put herself back together. Um, robot. He's obviously just a brain and a robot so i mean he's not gonna age but brain in a can what he's a brain in a can yeah brain in a can but why isn't niles aging he's literally been the same age he ends up in places he shouldn't be always he's just always wherever he's just always somewhere um he something's not right there couple questions do you think 
Beast Boy makes an appearance in this series at all. I I think it would make sense. I think it would be wise to introduce him. Well, I mean, in this series, we know about him because because this is supposed to be a spinoff from Titans. Yeah. And Titans was the first show, and he was originally part of Doom Patrol, so he'd be coming back. Yeah, it would make sense. What about? Well, you the, said Niles is the villain in Titans, correct? His name's not Niles. It's a different. It's a different chief. Okay. Um, but it's the same. It's the same robot man. It's the same Rita, and it's the same Larry. But there's no, um, no Jane. That's the only difference. Jane's not there, and yeah, that's it. But yeah, he was uh, experimenting on Raven, and he they ended up he, he was weird like he wanted to like drag out this demon that was in her or whatever got it because they made raven really young in this series i think she's like 13 14 or something maybe 15 okay where dick grayson's like fucking late 20s probably i'd say give or take okay because it looks like he left batman for sounded like for he was five he was away for about five years okay so when he left he was in college so he would have been like 23 or whatever 22 so yeah he's probably like 27 28 hmm interesting will dick grayson make an appearance in this no think they'll spin it a little no i don't think so to help promote titans too nope i think they'll let that ship sink alone they're making a second season, though. I know. I think they're going to let that ship sink alone. So they're just not going to... I think so, too. I think they're trying to distance themselves from that yep. show. But I'm... Like I said, I'm very hopeful that the second season is going to be good. Because we're going to get Trigon in it. And we're going to get Slayed. And it's gonna they're going to they're gonna go all out. Yeah, they can try to pump some blood into it, for sure. Well, now they have a foundation of their characters. Yeah. Now we can get a story. The yep. first season was trying to do backstories for all these characters. Yeah. They just didn't have enough episodes. And they did do a lot of things right. So there's people that say the show sucks. I don't know what they watched. So um, so you think Niles is definitely the bad guy? Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty much headed there. Interesting. From what we've seen, I, I don't know where else it's headed. So when they showed uh, Cyborg... Wait, did we see that? Where Cyborg like destroyed the whole team and like in the one of her paintings, Jane's paintings. Maybe that's next episode. Yeah, we didn't see that yet. You think Cyborg turns? Or gets controlled to turn? I'm not sure. I don't I don't know what's going on with Cyborg. I think he can easily be controlled. He's never been written as a villain though. No. So I, I don't know how that would work but I think it's very possible to control him so rank your five characters right now top to bottom yeah we'll update it update it every week we'll do our top fives our fave five our Booker T fave fives my my fave fives again that's my guy five I think uh, my top one is Robot Man um I think for this episode, Crazy Jane. Well, you don't have to rank it by episode. Rank it by, like, your opinion of the character as of now. 
Like, oh, as like right it now. has the episode moved a guy up on your rank or vice versa. This will be the first time we do a rank. And then we'll do it every week and see okay. if, if guys move in or out. Fair enough. And I'm I'm able to count Cyborg in there, right? Yes, he's okay. part of he's part of the team. Okay, Robot Man, Cyborg, Crazy Jane, um, what's his face? Uh, I can't think of uh the Larry. Larry, and then Elastigirl. Rita. We're just gonna call them by their names because they're not they're not using the code names. Okay. I'd say mine. Uh, I'm gonna go Robot Man. Larry. Because I do like him. And then, um... Actually, we'll go Robot Man. I'm going to go Mr. Nobody. Or should we not include the, uh... Villain? No, that's fine. I'm going to go Mr. Nobody, just because I, I, I just find his commentary very funny. Uh... Then Larry. Probably Cyborg, I guess. He's okay. I'm not really a huge fan, but he's a really good cyborg. I'll say that much. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the the Constantine dude. Ugh. Crawley. We'll just okay. call him Crawley Constantine. Got it. He was good for the two episodes, but I don't think we see him again. I think that's done. <sighs> Any possibility of a JLA member showing up in the series? Maybe. Like, like I think a, it's possible. Like an Aquaman, a Superman. A It'll Batman, be a lower tier one. I don't Green think we're. Lantern, I don't think we're gonna see a, a a heavy hitter. But yeah, Green Lantern maybe would be because there's the not level. an actor that plays him right now yeah. in the movies. Green Lantern maybe Jean. I think that would be. It would be that tier. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I think that about covers it. Okay. Well, this is a little, little longer one, That's but okay. it was good. It was About good. Ten minutes longer than normal. It's been a while since we did a good, yep. a good long episode, so this is a good uh, drive from your car for all you zero people that listen. Um, you gonna get this thing eventually on iTunes? Yeah, I haven't even looked into it recently. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, because I can get on every every other platform. Everything but iTunes, iTunes. I don't know how to do that. Okay. So I don't know if maybe if you want to download the Anchor app and see if. Uh, you can figure out how to do it from there. I wouldn't need to. Okay. To get it onto iTunes, I wouldn't need to do anything with Anchor. Myself, I would just eventually need the URL from you for the podcast. Okay. So. Okay, with that, I'm a pillow fuck face alongside Wall. And yes. I'll be back. <laughs> right. Wall dartboard back tomorrow, yesterday. <laughs>